traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American global awakening to the new world order. My American artificial intelligence. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. What is going on, everybody? What is up? Monday, Monday. Gregory, what's happening? What is going on, gentlemen? Uh, Not much, man. I know you're on the road. Is that true? That is so true. All right. (laughs) Navigate. Could not be more far from the distruth. Ah. Oh. Yeah. You're hauling ass. I'm stuck. No, I'm stuck behind a train of slow moving uh, automobiles. Mm. So Mm. it's always lovely. Yeah, that sucks, man. I'm sorry. But uh, either way, we got you here, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, man. Just getting rolling, dude. It's that Monday. You so know how was how was your guys' weekend, man? It was nice. It was nice, man. It was a good weekend, uh, good weather. Uh, went out and just did shit. Uh, I don't even remember what we did, but didn't do anything crazy. No. Uh, we had uh, Ash. We celebrated her birthday at her house on Saturday. Uh, so, oh, yeah. I yeah. meant to say belated happy birthday. So yeah, yeah. shame on me. No, yeah. so they yeah, you guys came over and uh had some cake and shit and hung out. Uh just went out out and about yesterday. Like it was it was nice, man. Nothing nothing crazy. Yeah, we didn't do anything yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, we just I get uh, you. Yeah, went out and ate and shopped, man. That was kind of the But it was nice. It was nice that the weather slowly changed. It was warm yesterday. It felt good uh getting outside. It was but, perfect temperature yesterday. Yeah, took the kids on some walks, dude. Let them ride their bikes or riding the roller skates out there and shit. It's, it's nice, dude. It's it's good. I enjoy the nice weather, uh, and I'm excited to see yeah. how, how hot this shit gets. You know what I'm saying? Well, my weekend was filled with kids' sports. Oh, oh yes, yeah. indeedy. Yeah, that's the, the go-to. Let, let the games begin. <laughs> yeah, is that just starting? Is that like the sports is just kind of uh, Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, Lou just had her first freaking uh, softball game, and then Kingston just had his first football game. and so Nice. Nice. Keep yeah, he, he's on busy. the Browns this year. Oh, the I'm Browns. like, oh god. So they're gonna suck. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Poorly well, managed. So they tied the first game. So I'm like, the Browns would. That's just how they would open up yeah. the season opener, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They have actually. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cool, the though. only way they can win a game is if they tie it. That's cool, man. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, hey, that's cool. I think it's good to have the kids in the sports and stuff, man. I, it can get a little overwhelming when you have multiple, obviously. Um, but that's a good thing. It's always good to get them out there and teach them team sports. You know what I mean? How to yeah, work did together. You guys have any? Did you have any discussions about uh, the name change? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, we got a couple more that were added to the list. I mean, you yeah. can see it's yeah. added in there, but yeah, we'll go well, over over that. I don't know if we've actually made that like really public because we've talked about it on our Patreon show. But everybody, we're changing our genders. Oh yeah, we're yeah, changing yeah. our genders on this show. Tran- and we, we have to come up with a, our new. Uh, Alter ego names, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Actually. Yeah, I don't want to, like, it sucks. I don't want to have to rehash it all. But, I mean, b- basic thing is, is we're we're in a position now. We found out some news from Spotify and other things that's, uh, you know, that basically we're, we're not going to, we haven't and we're not going to have any growth on the show because of the name. Yeah. Uh, the name is tainted. Um, there's articles that were written uh, lumping us into certain categories and, uh, there's not much we can do about it. So the name is going to be changing our Patreon followers. And, uh, I mean, most of them know what's going on at this point because we've had multiple shows with them. But uh, we're, we're working that out right now. And we're actually uh, feeling pretty good about it. We've, we've talked to the Drinking Bros, talked to other places about stuff, and I think the transition will be smooth, yeah. as smooth as possible. But for all uh, intents and purposes, we're, we're having to redo everything. We're starting over. Yep. Instagram. Yeah, uh, everything is going to be starting fresh. So if you guys do enjoy us and you're listening to us right now, 
know that that's coming. Yeah, over the next month or month and a half or so, I mean, we'll be we'll be advertising whatever the new channel ends up being called on all our normal platforms. But after that, those will end up going away. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, after a short about a time, yeah, yeah, we're they'll, they'll be up and you'll have access to these channels uh, for a while, as Chris was saying. But we will have as soon as we have the name locked in, which we are trying to do that outside of the show, obviously. Uh, as soon as we have that name that we want and we're ready to go, we will have a new channel up for that name, new platforms up for that name, and we will be running under that name. Yeah. Uh, the old Part of My American channels will still be up to help navigate, uh, but I would just highly suggest that uh, you guys, you know, if you do listen to our show and we know, you know, what our views are, uh, if you listen to our show and you want to continue to listen to it, just keep yourself up to date with uh, where the new channels will be. And I think at the end of the day, it'll be a lot better for our listeners because we won't have so many issues with people getting their subscriptions removed, uh, yeah, not being not, able to yeah. find us on platforms, all of that stuff will yeah, should we'll be, be alleviated. Gone. Yeah, so uh, we we hope that this moves us into a more consistent uh, thing for our listeners and for us, uh, seeing real growth and uh, actually getting new eyes on us. Um, we love our listeners, and we appreciate everybody that's been able to stay with us. Uh, and we want to make sure that that continues to grow. And I, we feel at this point through multiple avenues and talking to people that this is the best route for us. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what happens, man. So that's that's that, right? Pretty much. Yeah. So just uh, we'll have plenty of postings, and uh, you'll hear about it on the show multiple times. And uh, like I said, hopefully that name comes yeah. quick. We have a I couple mean, names. like the, our old, old shit, we can keep it up as long as we want, as long as people can find it to navigate. And that's just like you were saying, Dave, like, Go to our old channel to navigate to the new channel. Sure, sure. That's all it'll be used for. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's just a process right now. Uh, yeah. It's us uh, getting together, uh, making lists of names that we think are fun or cool, uh, and then just working that out between the three of us like we had to do years ago when we started this thing. So, yep. Uh, we'll, yeah, we got a cool little contest going on Patreon. Well, it's not even a contest. We just, are, uh, pay, yeah, it's the, yeah they're, they're just putting in their names into the, the yeah. hat, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, we we obviously take anything that you guys want to send us. We, you know, we'll look at it. Anything and, uh, could be inspiration. Yeah, it, either whether it's we use that name or we take something from that name, um, but we will obviously try to give credit to anybody that that does something that we actually use. Um, but we do have a good little list that we've come up with, and we've been talking with each other. And there's some there's some ideas out there that I think are are good starting points. So we'll see. Hopefully that's very soon. Hopefully that's in this week, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and then we can start actually uh, promoting that show and actually change the names, do what we got to do. And the new channel will be the new, you know, the new stuff. Uh, so that's, that's sure, that. Bro. That's that. Um, that's that. What yeah. else we got to talk about today? Yeah, we got some, we got some, I got some interesting stuff, man. I know you sent over a couple things. Uh, one of them was the same as mine. Um, and I think it's an interesting yeah, let's, one. Let's start out with that one, dude. The UN. Yeah, let's do the UN. Um, try to word this carefully, obviously, because uh, you know it's I, it, it can get dicey with this bullshit uh, when you're talking about underage people. Um, but we'll navigate this, and it's it's big news. I think this is really really important news. Um, yeah. uh, it's from uh, Fox, but this is the UN backed legal recommendations normalize. Uh, intercourse with minors, outraged critics say. Uh, I changed mm. those words up a little bit. Um, but really what this comes down to is um, there was a report issued uh, by an international legal experts, which is backed by the United Nations, and it appears to open the floodgate. Flood, oh, wow. Floodgates. The floodgates. Floodgates. The floodgates <laughs> of normalizing intercourse with people of all ages. <sighs> Uh, and I know, yeah, bro. You, yeah, you sent this over, um, but it, it doesn't come out and say. I don't want to be clear that it's not really coming out and saying specifically that that they approve it, but it is coming out and saying that. Um, yeah, what's the actual verbatim like? What does it actually say? Does it quote it in the? So it uh, says, it says, uh, you know, sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be... What the hell is that? Domestically may... prescribed so, minimum age? Yeah, so, well, here's the thing. I mean, that's not, like, to me, that's not crazy. Like, every country has their minimum age, right? Like, some... But it's co- like, is this, uh, am I going to the doctor and getting some fucking crazy pills or something? Like, what prescription... <laughs> Is the minimum age to have sex? You well, know I what think I mean? they like, just use the word "subscribe" as the country has agreed. This is the yeah. age of an adult. So we've we've agreed okay. that eighteen, 
in general is the age of like you're you're an adult at 18 right yeah. okay and, it's uh, prescribed is a weird word i guess it is a weird it word. is but you know there are certain countries that allow you to get married and certain states even there's it's certain areas of the world <laughs> that have different age groups right yeah. they can drink at a younger yeah, it's age like uh Hello, sir. Uh, yes, may I prescribe you a nine-year-old girl? Oh, God. Here you are, sir. <laughs> yeah, that, well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, what they're trying to if say. That's what I'm thinking. It's like, you're going to prescribe me an underage, what, like, what are we doing here? Come on now. Yeah, they're they're talking about each country having their own age that they have set as their, their limits. And that's, that is understandable. Some countries is older, some are younger. Um, and we see some countries where, you know, they're, they're, um, culture allows for really uh, kind of odd shit to happen. Uh, but neither here nor there. They're saying that uh, conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual, in fact, if not in law. So what they're saying is, yeah. is that regardless of the age that these countries have decided, that underage may be actually consensual, if not in law. So it doesn't come out and – I mean, it – they're yeah. not saying that they approve it. Opens it. The, it opens the door to further litigation to, like, question yes. whether or not this uh, was, quote-unquote, uh, what's the word that you just said? Like, they they both agreed upon it. Yeah. Whatever the hell. So this is in the front page of their website, okay? So this is not some hidden secret, but it does say here, and I, I want to I try to be as fair to them as possible. Uh, it says it does not actively call for dis- uh, decriminalizing sex between adults and minors, but it states that children have both the capacity and legal right to make sexual decisions. And I could not disagree yeah, right. more. That is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, a child, right? a child does not understand the consequences to having intercourse. They do not understand what it means to get pregnant and uh, have a child. And to have your life uh, move to a completely different track, right? Because Dude, that they is don't constant. know what it's like to have an orgasm. They don't know what like their body is not capable of sustaining that level of uh, responsibility. Well, like I mean, kind of going to what you're saying, but like just going to like a rudimentary, um, you know, just like going down to the basics of it. Like remember when you were young and you would masturbate, and it was like nothing would really come out yet. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if we're getting a little weird here, but that's a little weird. There's like, it's like you know, it's not fully formed. You know what I mean? You're like, wait a second, what? Well, like I, a puff of dust comes out, and I was like, what? A, what yeah, is this? I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know about that more than just like, you're. There's very young people that have children in this. Yeah, country. I, I'm more worried about mental capacity. Yeah, like the being a, be able to comprehend and understand what's being asked. Yeah, you're being taken advantage of. Well, I mean, just because a 13-year-old or a 14-year-old or a 15, whatever the age is that's under consent uh, feel like they're ready to have this responsibility, they are absolutely not. And they don't understand that uh, there's more to it than just having a baby. Uh, not only that, but it also starts to set a trend to where these you're basically setting up the future for failure because you're allowing these people to have children uh, let's say in our country, we have a problem with, with underage people having children. Well, what happens then is they either drop out of school, mm-hmm. which doesn't help them long term, obviously, with uh, having a career, making money and not being in debt or not being burdened and being on the system. Yeah. Uh, but then the parents have to take responsibility for the children, which hurts them and their works and their lives. Uh, and then you have children who are poor and who uh, who are living under less than great circumstances for what? Yeah. I mean, you. I mean, yeah. you have you the know right what to I do. think this is. I think this is um, ultimately leading down the road to we want young people to vote because they know that young people's brains are highly manipulative or manipulatable. I guess they can take advantage of young people. I mean, you obviously see it. Like the older you get, the more conservative you get. Because you don't understand it. Like, you don't own things. You don't have to pay taxes. You don't have to buy things for your family. You don't have to, like, provide for your family and all that shit. So I think what they're trying to do is with this whole push to basically say that the these young kids have a right to consent because they're of legal mind, you know, or of sound mind at a younger age. And it's just not true. And 
like uh, I wanted to talk about this Washington State bill that I saw Dave yeah. you had a link to as yeah. well. Like, yeah, we'll tie that in, in a minute. Literally, right? Yeah. They just like they're bringing in this transgender stuff. It's mm-hmm. all about like the sexualization stuff, and that way they're saying, okay, well, if they're mature enough to consent to sex, then they're mature enough to vote. I think that's where it's going. Maybe. I mean, it could be. Because they I want mean, the voter base, dude. They want the, the voter base. But you're, you're, I feel like doing the, the sexual thing first is would be a weird move. I think if they wanted people just to vote, they'd just convince everyone that they were capable enough to vote. Yeah. And no, I mean, it, it proves that they have the, the sound mind to make rational decisions. I mean, having sex with somebody is a rational decision. Well, actually, I'll take that back. But they're trying to make it look like they're mature enough to handle the situation, right? See, and that's, so that's, where it, it, that's never going to work because they're already right now saying that uh, those same people are not mature enough to have a gun. So and my point is is like that, that argument is going to be really hard for them to say well, you're mature enough to— the guns, are, the, the guns are going away no matter what. They don't want anybody mature enough to have a gun. I know, right? but you're, yeah, but like, th- that's half the country. The other half are going to fight that to the two nails. That's the whole same argument with, um, you know, voting, with going to war at 18 years old. If you're able to go to war and you're able to vote, then you should be able to own a, a firearm. You should be able to have sex at that point in your life and you know be have consent. So it's a package deal. Like, I, I and have what, a shot of whiskey too. Sure, absolutely. If you can go to war, you can take a shot. That's that's. Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Now, I do agree with you and that in the states, more. in the states here, I could see them wanting to push that just so that they can get maybe younger voters. But I, I really don't see that passing through because we all understand that there's, I mean, most people I feel like would not approve of a 15-year-old voting. Uh, there's just zero chance. You haven't even you haven't even made it to high school at that yeah. point, really. There's zero chance that you understand what's going on. Uh, and I just, I know what you're saying, and I think it's it's valid, but this is the UN. This is a world thing. And uh, I don't know if it's more of a play that, like, some countries are fine with adults marrying young children. Uh, they have cultures that actually are yeah. okay with that, and they're trying to maybe yeah. say, like, maybe say that they're, hey, you know, we respect that some cultures <laughs> do that. Like, I don't like oh, that. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah I, don't I, like I don't like that. So they're trying to say, they're trying to say like, everybody that was on Epstein Island, just go to this one country yeah. because the U.N. said it's okay now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's, uh, you know, obviously this article goes on with many different comments from people saying that this is a disgrace. Uh, some saying that according to the United Nations, children may consent to sex with adults, which is a plan that they've had all along. Uh, it's one more level of uh, even calling a maps, dude, minor attracted persons, that yeah. whole bullshit. Like it's one more step to normalize something that is not normal. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, and you know it, and that's what you were kind of saying with your like your talk earlier, the, uh, the nasty shit. Uh, when you're 13, 14 years old, and you're kind of coming into your own and figuring out your body, figuring out like what being aroused is and all the other things that you find out when you're growing up, you're in no way, shape, or form capable of understanding the consequences to the things. And that's not just pregnancy. That is ha- being able to take care of another human being. Yeah. That is also... Um, you know, financially, uh, and, and, and on top of that, well, S- to STDs and point, shit. Like the emotional, like the emotional response. I mean, when you have like, when you're young and you're dumb and you're full of, you know what? Yeah. And you, and you have sex with somebody like you're infatuated with that person. Like you think that that's everything. It is. Right. Yeah. And you're like, God, I want to be with them so bad. I just can't be without them. Yeah, ah! Your yeah. mind is and easily manipulated. It's immature. And it's yeah. Immature. But you're susceptible to like doing bad things because you want that person so bad. And it's yeah. like you're able to take advantage of something. Okay, so you want to see her again? Okay, well, you're going to have to go do this. this, this. Yeah, but see, here's the problem. Like, and here's where we got to we gotta make sure that we're, we're, we're tightening this up, this conversation here, because what we're saying right now is just a, a person that's underage having sex with other people that are underage, right? Yeah. So if you're in middle school having sex with other middle schoolers, no one thinks that, that that should happen, right? Like, no one wants to see that happen because the con- consequences are terrible. The problem that this is saying is that it's not just those conversations of younger people having sex at younger ages. It's, it's the fact that adults can have sex with younger people. And, and that seems to be, like, if the if the 15-year-old agrees upon the situation, that the adult is in the okay. And I, I there is nothing that can be said by the United Nations, by anybody, that would make that okay. No. 
Like that that is not okay in any circumstance to do that. I, I and I, I don't understand why you'd even try to tiptoe around that if you're the United Nations. Like to say like, oh, we're not we're not There's there's certain reasons. Well, they're, I mean, they're coming out saying, like, and I, I was trying, like I said, be fair to them, but they're saying, like, this is not, they're not trying to decriminalize it. They're just saying that it is, there is a consent. And I, and I, I think it would be horrendous to decriminalize it, first of all. And I think it's horrendous to say that, that children can consent to a relationship with somebody that is significantly older than them. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it gives, now it gives, um, you know, the judicial system in these countries some sort of precedence and legal standing to say, hey, well, maybe the child was consenting to it all, all along. I mean, we can't control. Yeah, we can't control what other countries do. And and we we know that, right? Like we've seen crazy shit. I mean, you can look it up and you can find some real crazy shit where there are men who are married to multiple underage people in yeah. certain countries. Uh, and, and, you know, just out, without going to war, I mean, there's no way to change that cultural uh, belief that those particular places have. But in this country, uh, I think collectively as a society, we've all agreed. At least this the ma- not a got, not a, a direction this country wants to go. Yeah, and I think even when it comes to trans rights and LGBTQ and all that bullshit, uh, I I still want to believe that even majority of those people would say that this is wrong. Uh, because when it comes to children, I think most people have an understanding that you don't mess with children. Yeah. Uh, but we have seen uh, a swath of different articles and things that are. Not looking good when it comes to what they're exposing children to, and I just hope that that doesn't grow into something that is uncontrollable at some point. And these kind of things well, don't dude, help. Let's talk about Washington State now. I mean, yeah. for God's sakes, they're letting kids cut off their wieners without consenting the uh, parents. Well, it goes beyond that, even. Uh, so uh, you know, we've seen uh, messages like tweets and shit, uh, people talking about how. Um, basically in Washington, like if you don't allow your child to transition. Yeah. If they think they are in need of transition yeah, and you don't allow and it, and you don't allow it, you can now CPS can take your kids away from you. Yeah. Um, that's what take your fucking kids away from you. So I listen, I, that's what people were tweeting and I don't, I haven't read the law personally or yeah. what they're passing personally to verify that that is the case. What this is saying is that this Washington State bill would strip parents' rights to intervene on their kids' medical care in certain circumstances passed in Washington Wednesday. It says, an act relating to supporting youth, Bill 5599, allows host homes. Now, this is where it's, this is where I haven't heard this before. It allows host homes for runaway youth to, quote, house youth without parental permission. Uh, furthermore... The host homes do not need to notify the parents about where their kids are or if they are getting medical interventions. If there is a compelling reason not to, which includes a youth seeking protected health prote- or protected health services. It says the protected health care okay. services, hold on real quick, uh, includes gender affirming care, which for minors um, arbitrarily included anything prescribed by a doctor to treat dysphoria. Okay, so this is actually protection for the host homes. Mm-hmm. So, so this is like a bill that has basically says we're going to create these host homes where if you're a runaway child, okay, and you happen to want to cut off your dick, mm-hmm. uh, we will let you do that without the consent of your parents. We won't even let them know you're here. And uh, bada bing, bada boom, chow bow. Yeah, <laughs> except I don't know that they're creating host homes. I, that that was not said, so I don't want to say something that's not true. I don't know that the bill is saying we're going to create these homes. It does specifically say shelters. So if your child decides to run away and go to a safe place, shelter, okay, it says right here, for minors, affirming care typically includes puberty blockers, blah, blah, blah. Instead of contacting parents, shelters can contact the Washington Department of Children, Youth, and Families, the DCYF instead of their parents and actually go forward with that. So if your child's missing and runs away, we all have children. If your child runs away and clearly they are mentally having mental issues at this point because they're willing to run away, they are clearly like, and let's say they're wanting to change their gender. There's something going on in the brain. They run away. They go to these safe houses. Those houses don't have to call the parents and say, your child's safe. You can just assume that they're gone and you have no idea where the hell they're at. And these state-run places, literally, are taking your children without having to tell you where they're at and or letting that they them even do have them. Or that they even have them. 
So you're left in just the fucking blank. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine, Greg, your child runs away, they're actually at a shelter, and you don't even know that they're at the shelter? Yeah, no, and then the other thing is, like, what what are we doing to, like, counteract this? Or, like, what's what's being done on the other side to say, like, <laughs> hey, if my child wants to become a boy and she's a girl, are there any state-run programs that, like, help her just retain her girlness and be like, hey, uh, you know, like, let's actually go to some counseling. Let's have her. And I don't want to, like, because this is a fine line, you know, like, where they ha- say, like, hey, you, if your child's gay, you can take them to counseling and yeah. then they'll find God or something. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Like, because I, I think the whole transgender thing is, is fusion to the point where it does it's not necessary. You know what I mean? Like, you, if you, like, feel like you're a girl and you're attracted to other girls, then just be a lesbian at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no need to go through this whole thing and, like, let's create a penis for you and attach it, like like this Frankenstein type of operation. Well, that's not, like, see, that's, what, that's not how they feel anymore. That used to be the thing. You were gay. If you were attracted to men, you were gay, so be it. You were a lesbian if you were attracted to females. Now, these kids, for whatever reason, culturally or uh, other groups, have made it, like, you can't just be gay. Yeah. Like, you're just in the wrong body. And that, that to me, yeah. is the dysphoria part of everything. And to your point, Greg, um, you know, instead of, like, trying to follow suit with somebody who's having a mental issue, and, and dysphoria is a real thing, body dys- dysmorphia is a real thing, okay, you're basically allowing them to c- cater to their thoughts instead of trying to get them the yep. help that they need. So that's like saying if well, you're it's bulimic. A, it's, a, it's a disease. It like, is. That body is a mental disease. Yeah. So if you walk into a clinic or into a uh, to get services or help because you're you're bulimic or anorexic, that would be like them saying, "Let's make a diet for you that is even less uh, food, so that you can continue being anorexic because yeah. that's what you believe." Or, you... or like, here's how you can throw up better. Yes. So, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, if you want to keep on throwing up your food, yeah. here's how you really want to do it. Yeah, we could just take your stomach out, and then you can just eat it and shit it immediately, and that way you don't get any of the nutrition out of it, and you'll be good. That will make you feel as life saving. Yeah. If you if you are just a, a crazy person and want to harm people. Come here to our our facility, yeah. and then we'll provide you with people you can you can hurt. Yeah, uh, free of legalities. And you would never do that with anything else. Uh, you would never do that with a person who's schizophrenic who believes that there's something else, or they believe that they're a demon, or they believe that they have f- 15 personalities. You're not going to cater to those 15 personalities. You're going to try to talk them away from those 15 personalities. Yeah. It's well, like, no, that's when you hire the exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> True that. Or do it yourself. Yeah, or do it yourself. A little sage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A little sage. <laughs> uh, it goes on to also say that another, quote, compelling reason not to notify parents about kids staying in a host home was, quote, circumstances that indicate notifying the parent or legal guardian will subject the minor to abuse or neglect. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Uh, it used to be that CPS would show up to your house, okay? Uh, thank God they've never been to my house or anything or most people's houses. But when they do, they come and they say, we have uh, we've got information that says that these children are in danger. Now I don't like the CPS. I don't what they yeah. do. I think is horrendous in a lot of situations. But they're supposed to come and explain to you what's going on. They're supposed to remove the child out of harm's way until the whole thing is figured out, either to release the ch- children back to the parents or to find them a new home because their parents are abusive and neglecting them and all the other such things. If you disallow your child, if the child can just run away and you are not you are not entitled to know where they're at. You're, you're causing major panic, major concern, and most of the time, especially when you talk about this, regardless of what this community says, these parents are not being abusive and shit. They just are trying to do the best thing for their child, and that is not cutting their dicks off. <laughs> well, and that's what sucks is, like, where do you draw the line between um, concerned and abuse? Like, exactly. they can set the definition of what abuse is, and it's like, if you actually have concern, it's just like the uh, parents who had concerns about putting an experimental shot in their their kids sure like they're showing up at the school boards they're pushing back against mandates and all of a sudden they're abusive they're domestic terrorists now yeah yeah, yeah. it's not even because it's parenting and abuse because like you can tell your kid like no you're not having that like i'm not going to give you that fucking candy that's not abuse that's you setting standards and having your kids follow your order it's in your home you are the parent exactly and so if a parent says no i'm not i am not cutting my child's breasts off 
okay, because they feel this moment that they are something that they're not. Uh, and the, and what most people have come to is that we've seen people go through these phases, whether it's body dysmorphia, whether it's uh, other situations where they, they feel a certain way and then that changes. We've seen people that regret going through all of this stuff, many people that have wanted to reverse what they did and they can't anymore. They've taken hormone blockers. They've made huge surgical things. They have many issues going on with their bodies. Their bodies are breaking down, and they can't reverse it. They can't have children anymore. Even if they wanted to be a girl again, they can't have kids again. They're, yeah. they're, they're castrated. So why not just say, hey, listen, that's great. If you think that you're a boy or you think that you're a girl and you're the parent, you say, I, I love you. We'll work on this together, okay? But what you don't do is you don't go make crazy, radical decisions in a minor that's going to affect the rest of their life. If they, for all the way through school, decide that they want to be this, and then they're 18 at that point, and they still want to be that, you don't have a lot of say going forward about, you can tell them, I don't agree with this, this is not great, but they're at 18, they can do what they want. The issue comes down to these kids in middle school and high school and younger who are trying to make decisions, and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. No? Dude, yes. I No, that's the whole thing. It's like that's where I could see this ultimately leading towards them creating young voters. They're trying to, like, make young people adults sooner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everything is, is like, hyper-sexualizing kids. I mean, the kids now, today, are super-sexualized compared to, like, where we were when we were kids. I mean, with the cell phones, with the images and all that shit that you can, like, dick pics like come on now son like we never had that shit yeah and so it's like they're getting exposed to all this stuff and and yeah you can argue okay at some point they're gonna have to be exposed to the real world but it's like for god's sakes can we not just let kids be kids yeah we should we have to let them think about these like life-altering decisions at this age like no like let them freaking just play around like, let them not wallow in this whole, like, body dysmorphia, like you're saying. Like, let's yeah. get help for them. Yep. And that's what I was asking is, like, are there anything, are there any, like, um, treatment centers that you can take your children to reverse this effect and be like, hey, look, you are a girl. This is what you were born with. God gave you this vagina, okay? You're going to have to deal with this, this, and this. But here's what's going on in your brain that makes you unsatisfied with what you got. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. Like yeah. you got to work on that and developing, and it that, can, part that can of be it. that can be done. It's 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 like you just can't validate their crazy thoughts, and, and and no one should be able to. And the problem is, is we used to have a medical community and counselors who would not cater to the person that was needing help because in the moment, just like depression, right? You can be depressed yeah. and want to end your own life. You can be that person, right? We a lot of people go through that where they think that there is no hope. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. There is nothing good that can come. They have nothing to live for. And in Dude, your, this is a great, yeah. In your head. a great freaking uh, simile here. Yeah. In your head, you think that everything is hopeless. Yep. That there is no way that you can get out of it. But to everybody else, it's like, bro, you have a lot to live for. Like, there is so much more that you're not seeing. And so the problem is, is if a counselor tells that person who's hopeless, yeah, you are hopeless. So let's do what we can to help you out with that situation. Uh, that is not what you want. Yeah. You want them to say, no. listen, in your head right now, you're thinking some very crazy things, and you're thinking about the worst of the worst all the time, and we need to get you out of that thinking to understand that there's more to what is going on than what your brain is allowing you to do. And that, again, goes to being uh, dyslexic or or uh, having you know eating disorders or being overweight or whatever the situation is. You don't feed in. Yeah. To the thing that their brain is having an addiction. I have an addiction to nicotine pouches. Okay. I believe that I need them every single day. Okay. And I like it. I like them. But I'm just saying, like, that's my brain telling me that I have to have it. It doesn't mean that I have to have it. Yeah. And so it's just, it's all this. It's all the same thing. We need doctors. Well, dude, 
<clears throat> yeah, it's like uh, going back to your scenario. It's like a, a negotiator. Yes. You know, when someone's about to jump off the bridge, you send in a negotiator to, like, tell them not to do it. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, <clears throat> yeah, you could say that, okay, um, changing your sex is not as dramatic as ending your own life. Mm -hmm. But, hello. Yeah. Well, it can be. And how many transgenders are suicidal and do crazy yeah. shit? I mean, people in general just are, have crazy thoughts and do stupid shit. But it's for, yeah. uh, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, the body dysmorphia is yeah. a mental disorder. It is. You're that far gone mm -hmm. to where you cut things off. You're bound to, you know, eh, go off the deep end here. Yeah, you know? just like you're saying. Can you imagine that same negotiator walking up to the edge and going, go for it, man. We support you. Yeah. Well, there's a fine line. Yeah. There's a fine line. You can line. make it. And what you'll find is that none of these situations, I mean, listen, some people will say it to be true. I don't believe it to be true. Uh, doing these radical surgeries does not change what you're thinking inside. If you're not happy, you're not going to be happy. Yeah, that, you get that's help. not going to change what's going on inside your head. Yeah. And then also there's this fine line, really fine line, of like affirming someone's beliefs but not allowing them to further those beliefs, right? So that's where we've got haywire. We could look at a person who has body dysmorphia who believes that they are the opposite sex, and we can, we can tell them as human beings, like, I believe you. I believe that you think that. I believe that everything in your body is telling you that this is what you need to be. Yeah. But we also have to be able to tell them just because you're thinking that at the moment does not mean that that's what you want long term, and it does not mean that that's the right way of thinking. It's the same thing with, with, with having depression. It's the same thing like you can admit that somebody's depressed and you can say i i believe you that you don't want to be here anymore but that doesn't mean i'm gonna allow you to do it because it's not normal that's not a normal feeling to have yeah so like we have got to so, get counselors and doctors on the same page here this is crazy what do you think the goal is here because i agree i think like um these these high level organizations are corrupt as fuck i like the child protection services i think is I mean, I feel like it had good intentions, mm -hmm. but it gets corrupted and it gets exploited and people find ways and, and loopholes to get children into harmful situations. And I think that, you know, what is the goal of this? You know what I mean? Like, why would you want kids to go through this more and more and more to change their sex? Well, I mean, you could look at it in like a really dark way. Okay, that's fine. Like, no, no, no. I'm just. I want to look at it from there. No, no. I'm not talking point. about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying you could look at this and be super like over the top with it and think that there's this grand conspiracy. At the end of the day, I think there are people in this country who are they don't want to offend anybody. They don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They want to make sure that everybody's you know they everybody's believed. Everybody has their and and they allow this to go on and on and on and on. Okay, to the point where it hurts everything. Because yeah. they're so compassionate, you know what I'm saying? Which I don't buy into that shit anyways. Like, compassion is taking care of somebody's needs and helping them through some of the darkest times that they have. That's real compassion. And with that comes, just like when you watch, uh, you know, these shows, these addict shows, like what, what's the uh, intervention and shit, allowing them to continue and giving them the resources to continue is not a good thing. The best thing you can do is to be firm and give them boundaries and say, if you continue down this path, this is what's going to happen, yeah. and I will no longer be able to support you with this. And I know that's tough for but, most people. So, <clears throat> yeah, but like in the minds of the people that agree with this, right? They're just crazy. That's what I think it is. So what if they've gone? If they've gone like, okay, well, yeah, they they have had my, uh, mental, uh, uh, what is it? evaluations right mm -hmm. they've had five in the past month they've all come up in the same direction yeah. yes she wants to be a man okay yeah. so all of these uh all we got the data now okay we've had the evaluations all of the psychologists there's five different psychologists yes they've all evaluated her so we're gonna go ahead and just uh we're gonna sign off on it say yeah it's fine yeah but, like, that to me is ridiculous. It's like, how could you just take the word of a doctor, especially nowadays, after what we just went through the last three or four years? Mm -hmm. But, like, these people don't really know exactly what is best for your child. You, as the parent, should be the one psych evaluating or psychologically evaluating your own child. Yeah. That's because they've all been brainwashed. In my opinion, these doctors, nurses, all of this shit, they've been brainwashed. 
into believing that like they need to have the collective thought is more important than actually having some concern and individual thought on the situation. And I don't know that it's a huge agenda. I just think that it's a situation where people want to make individuals feel loved and respected and shit, and it gets taken too damn far. Because yeah. once you open up a door, okay, in any situation, I have another article that's going to run right into this. I know we're, we're going to do something else here real quick, but... Um, when you open up a door for something, it opens up the door for about a hundred different things. And those doors open up a hundred different things. So you can't, once you start going down the path that everybody is righteous and everybody has their, we have to respect all variations of gender. We have to respect all how people want to live. And if you want to love children, you should be able to do that. And all this crazy bullshit, you start allowing this to fester. And then no one wants to stop because they're just like, well, it's the, you know, we're trying to be, you know, moral. You know, we want and not everybody only to that, be but respected. it becomes the normal thing to do. It's like it's the norm, so everybody just keeps on following the leader. That's yeah. what happened when we were all wearing masks. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's doing it. Let's just keep on masking. A, It'll it's, help. It's a whole other version of mass psychosis. It is. And it's also like go, yep. go to any clinic, doctor, hospital, and try to ask them what they think about certain jabs, okay? And they'll all tell you the same thing, that it's good for you, it's good for your health, it's long-term, We, you know, you're not going to. And we know that's not always the case, but they had to say it or they wanted to say it. Either way, there was a collective agreement that that was the best way, even though we all saw that there were probably some other things that were not being said. Uh, But before we continue on to this, I would love to talk about some, uh, I don't know, some ghost meds or Lucy's. What are you thinking, Greg? Dude, you go for it. Okay. Uh, We're going to start off with ghost beds, guys. We love ghost beds. They have been a loyal sponsor with the Drinking Bros for over five years, and everyone raves about them. Uh, They have super comfortable mattresses that last forever, and they're made right here in the United States of America. Every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25. You can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like it, you can send it right back. No hard feelings. And I will tell you, owning one of these beds myself, uh, their customer service is top-notch, man. We had a little bit of an issue. They fixed it and got gave us more stuff even to help us compensate. So it was awesome. Uh, one of our favorite parts about Ghost Beds, though, is being in the state of Texas. It's warm. And these things are cool. Okay? They got that cooling technology that will help you get through those hot nights. And, and it's really cold. Really, really cold. Uh, Ghost Bed also offers bundles so you can get everything you need. You don't really have to think about it. So whether you want a mattress and a frame or you want the pillow sheets and all the cool technology that they got going on, the bundles are your best deal right there. So right now, GhostBed is offering 40% off GhostBed bundles where you can get a mattress and adjustable base or 30% off everything if you use that promo code DRINKINGBROS at GhostBeds.com backslash DRINKINGBROS. Uh, you can get a mattress for as little as $35 a month. That's a $0 down, 0% financing plan for up to 60 months. Go check it out at GhostBeds.com backslash DRINKINGBROS. And also, if you're on that bed and you're enjoying that comfort and that cool, put a little coolness in your mouth with Lucy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, lots of adults choose to use nicotine, but there's a right way and a wrong way. I'm not sure what the wrong way is, actually. Uh, but, uh, you know, Lucy Breakers are the only nicotine pouch that gives you a blast of flavor from the first moment to the last. And you don't have to go to the gas station anymore, guys. You can actually order this in package deals and have a box delivered to your home. Because I can tell you, and Chris can tell you, I have to go to the store and, like, reload up on stuff all the time. This sucks. So I'd rather just get that whole box delivered right to your doorstep. You have everything you want in there. Probably lasts you the whole month and you can reorder it again. So uh, I use this daily. Uh, I'm a nicotine pouch user. I love it. Uh, and I will tell you when we did get these samples in, they were better than anything I've tried. They last a long time. The flavors are outstanding. And if you know it, you know it, you know it. But the pouch size to me is a huge deal. They have nice size pouches. They fit well. They release that flavor nice and slow you know what i'm saying it's good stuff so whether you're using nicotine while working creating or playing lucy breakers are the intelligent choice for you and we've got a special deal for our listeners get ten dollars off your first order when you use the promo code pardon at checkout and shipping is always free that's lucy.co baby uh promo code pardon to receive ten dollars off and free shipping Visit Lucy.co for more details, and we thank Lucy for sponsoring this podcast, guys. And I have to tell you, the fine print here, Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age-verified. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, but addictive be damned, it is delicious. Okay? That's where I'm leaving it. It's right like there. your famous line at the end, addictive be damned. Addictive be damned. You know, I, I, listen, <laughs> I just said it. I, I'm, I'm definitely, like, hooked on uh, nicotine pouches, and uh, 
It's, <laughs> it's I got a problem, my butt. okay, Chris? No, it's Lay okay, off man. me, I'm starving. I'll tell you this, it's better than a lot of the alternatives. You know what I'm saying? It's better than the alternatives. Yeah. But, uh, to well, c- hey, um, I'm going to get off here okay. right before you guys get into this next topic because I'm going to have to get off anyway. All so. right, bud. All, All right. right. You have a good rest of the day, talk- man. Yep, talk to you tomorrow. I'll right, talk to you, man. So to continue on with what we were saying as far as people, Greg was making a good point there. Uh, he was saying that, like, you know, we have these doctors that are all kind of agreeing upon it. Why does it happen this way? And I was talking about the fact that, like, once you start opening up these doors, you're allowing things to change, and you get this sympathy, and like everybody wants to abide by it, even though the majority yeah. don't follow suit. I want to go. Well, and I think there's a big problem with uh, s- certain heads of medical fields being aligned with political ideologies. Sure. And then you, and then that just affects every everyone below, because then they don't want to go against the medical community, because yeah. then that puts you in a whole different light. There's money to be made, exactly. So they just came out, and I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but they just came out and said that for every person that decides to transition, that is one and a half million dollars that the pharmaceuticals will get from that person. Uh, there's real money to be made from all this shit, right? Making people sick. And keeping them sick is a huge financial gain for a lot of these companies. Yeah. And until we realize that as a country or as a world at, the, at that point, um, it makes a lot more sense to why there are, you know, why cancer still, still exists. Yep. You know, like why in the world have we, how do we figure out AIDS, for example, uh, and get that to where people can live with that for basically ever, uh, but we can't figure out cancer to save our lives. You know what I'm saying? At least like what's, what we have to do is, is these treatments that we lose our hair and shit. And then maybe get out of it, maybe not. But either way, it's just not good. There's no reason for it. But cancer makes a lot of money. Yeah, uh, and what better reason to to shift people's you know thinking and ideology into something that m- makes them have to go get more drugs or get more procedures or, and and just feed money more into the system? Yeah, yeah. Because when you're that, doing that, those, may as well be a, a big part of it. Honestly, well, yeah. And they have that uh, what's that jazz chick dude whatever the TV show uh, uh, where she, I mean, she was transitioning at a very young age and that's been, I've seen a lot of clips coming through that. Uh, and there's things that she has to do to this day uh, as far as like making sure that, uh, you know, things don't heal up a certain way. Cause she's had the full yeah. surgery. So she's, she's on medications she's and treatments fighting her to body. this day. Yeah. And she yeah. will for yeah. the rest of her life. So money, 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 you know what I'm saying? Uh, but this one we've kind of discussed before uh, in, in like a brass tax. Uh, if you go to the the uh, the Sun one here, uh, the women, yes. Oh, uh, yeah, this I've is the one that I was talking about. I kind of wanted to just reference this one more time because these are the kind of things that once you start getting support for this, it opens up the door to a whole lot of other things. Yeah. This woman is huge, bro. Okay. She's a biggin', biggin'. You know what I'm saying? Like she's, uh, you know, no, no, it's not my cup of tea, but she's fine. She's fine looking, I guess, whatever. Uh, but she is coming out saying that she is overweight. Her boyfriend or husband is overweight, and she's calling for airlines to allow people that are overweight to get free additional seats out of comfort. So it says, I should be given extra room on planes because of my size. It's discrimination against big people that they don't. Uh, This is what I'm talking about. Okay, you have people. Okay, these seats. This is a business. The airlines are a business, right, Chris? They're a business. Every one of those seats is like a slot at a grocery store. And I, and this doesn't make sense to people. <laughs> it doesn't. But working in the stores and actually talking to people, when you go to a store, like at my store, for example, mm-hmm. uh, we would have the buyers or the, the, the uh, corporate come in and they would talk to us. And, and it doesn't make sense until you really break it down. But they go, you see this shelf here, this six-foot shelf? This shelf is worth a million dollars. And you're like, what? Uh, but the point is, is this particular space right here, mm-hmm. the product that we put on this space Brings us in a million dollars a year, million bucks, yeah, or whatever it is. Maybe it's five million. Maybe it's a hundred thousand. Doesn't matter. It's money, yeah, because that space is a space for something to be sold. Yep. She has a seat. These airlines have a seat. Every one of those seats is money for the company. Yeah, they can fill that seat. They get the couple hundred bucks for the flight that pays for their gas and pays for their uh, you know flight attendants and the pilots and also gives them a profit to move forward, right? Mm-hmm. If you're saying that because I'm 500 pounds, that that company should forfeit their right to sell those seats because I am too big to fit in a singular seat. Yeah. They're losing money. Oh, Gas yeah, is expensive. All this shit's expensive. It's going up. 
the cost of living is going up, so they're raising prices, and yet you want free shit. Uh, and in the article that we talked about before, Chris, uh, weeks and weeks ago, weeks ago, yeah, uh, there was a person I was complaining about, but we didn't have any pictures, we didn't have any images, we didn't know like because remember he was saying he was it was a dude who was mad because the person sitting next to him was taking spots taking from his seat, part, most of his seat, also, yes. yes. And we're like, okay, well, we don't have a picture to see how much overflow was going on here, yeah. So we didn't know if the guy was just being a jerk or if this was really a problem. Now, if you go to this picture and show it to the to the beautiful listeners that we have here. This is a picture of the woman in her seat. Um, she is clearly taking two seats. I yeah. mean, there, there, there's no uh, ifs, ands, or buts about it. She's taking two seats. Now, if you well, scroll there's down, butts. there's butts. There's, uh, butts, there's actually there's butts about it. <laughs> one cheek per seat is yeah. the, the rule here. If you scroll down, you'll see a picture of her and her boyfriend and or husband, whoever he is. He's taking up the other parts of the seats. Yeah. Those two individually. So both of them together are taking up three seats. Yep. They're taking up one section of the room. Yeah. Uh, and now listen, I, I, I don't feel like I need to say this, but I'll say it again. I have uh, very overweight people in my family. I have a, a couple that are, are considered morbidly obese in my family. Love them to death. I wish that they weren't. Uh, but nonetheless, I love them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I love them to death. Uh, but not one of those family members, and they do fly and they have flown, not one of them has ever complained of this thing. All of them have have literally went out of their way in my family to say, I know I'm a big person, and I know that I don't fit in a single seat, so I will buy two tickets conjoining because I want to be able to have both seats. That way I'm not getting over to somebody else's seat, and I can be more comfortable. Yep. Uh, the problem that we have now is that there is no self-accountability. This person thinks that they're obligated to pay that one little price and get the entire fucking row. Well, and that's the thing, too, is say they they do go along with this and make uh, plus-size people now get a free extra seat. They're As a business, they're not just going to give away a, a seat. Nope. They're going to end up charging more for the ones they aren't giving away. Yeah. So it's, it has nothing to do with discrimination. It's, it comes down to you're not going to get something for free from a charging company that you yep. made a choice in your life. Yeah, it you, is. You, I mean, obviously there are rare circumstances where it may be uncontrollable, whether you have like a thyroid condition sure. or something like that. But ultimately it comes down to decision-making and you chose to be the way you are. Yeah. And now you want other people to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, it's it's one of those things that like it's not like I just don't feel like any time in history has this been an issue. If you were a bigger person and uh, you know, like I'm a bigger guy. I, I know, like, I take up a little bit more room than, uh, say, Greg. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm just a bigger guy. You have to take those things in consideration. Yeah. Uh, and if you are very overweight and you understand that you're bigger and you understand that, to her point, she says, it, like, she had bruising and she was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, listen, no one's telling you you can't fly. Yeah. That's where we got to get back on track. No one's saying this chick can't fly. But you they're, know how, how what size you are. Yeah, and they're not going to give you, if there's only 50 seats or 70 seats or whatever the amount of seats are on a plane, they're not giving you three for free. You have to pay for it. This actually, this one uh, line in here that she said and cracked me up, actually. She said, uh, Jaylin, is that her name? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, believed, Jaylen. quote, large people were discriminated against and deserved an extra seat or two for free due to their big frames. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, First of all, this isn't your frame. Yeah. This is all the add-ons. This yeah. is all the extra extra shit you put on on the frame. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. So you're not just a big boned person. That's not a thing. You're you're just not big boned, and you just take up more room. You you chose to be this way ultimately. Yeah. So deal with the consequences of that. Well, and and it's it's no different than if listen, it's not like I, I better not hear somebody say it's fashion because I I'm a husky man myself, and like I said, I have family members that are very very overweight. It, it, like, you, and this is this is why it ties in with the other shit. Yeah, like you have to be able to say, I respect. Hey, it's cool, man. If you are comfortable, live and you life are happy, however you want, live it how you want. But understand at the same time that like people aren't just going to give in to your needs when your needs are not common and they're not realistic and they're not realistic. Like. Uh, if you're a football player, bro, and you're 350 fucking pound lineman or four, whatever, a big boy, 300 pounds, and you're 6'6", six, six, yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to do certain things in that. They, you don't see them saying, I want free shit. Now, granted, they're on personal planes when they're traveling with the team, but if they're flying on their own, they may have to buy two seats. Yeah. And they do. And then you argue, well, they have money to do it. We don't. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, if you're seven foot, you can't just go get a fucking Honda. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm sorry, but like, you're yeah, not going to fit work. into a Honda. You can't say, Honda, you need to make these seats adjustable for a seven footer. Like, the car is what it is, and you have to get the car that you need to get. Yeah. If you have size 15 shoes, you can't just go to fucking the store and get a 15 shoe. You have to special order that shit. It's not that they're discriminating against you. It's that you have an uncommon trait. Yeah, and now you have to figure out how to live with it. So, no, I, I thoroughly disagree with this woman. She uh, actually has a petition. That's, she wants 7,500 signatures. She said if she gets those 7,500 signatures, she expects these companies to... Uh, change their policy and even to the extent of changing the seating in the plane so that they can accommodate bigger people and she wants them to change the bathrooms because the bathrooms on a plane do not fit a bigger person let me tell you the one thing about this 7500 people are not going to change shit no your 7500 people signing a piece of paper is not going to make companies spend billions of dollars to recreate everything that the hell has already been built. Not going to happen. Well, they may. They're not. They may. I will disagree with you on this. This is the problem that I was talking about, that these companies, they want to always be in the right. They don't want to feel like they're discriminating against anybody, and we want True. everybody inclusive, inclusive, inclusive. And it wouldn't shock me that they break the bank to do something stupid like this. Mm. It wouldn't. We've seen companies go broke over dumb shit to yeah, dumb decisions. Yeah, but they always revert. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, I, and I don't to- They're fully not, disagree. All, I, most of these planes has have been in service for 20 years. Okay, but let's say this. They're not just going to start building new planes because of 7,500 people signed a fucking piece of paper. Sure, but what, what, let's say this then. Let's say that they're, they, yeah, they, hey, we got planes up there. We can't do anything with it, man. The seats are seats. The bathrooms are there. But let's make new policy. We won't buy planes from Boeing anymore unless they make these seats available. Now, Boeing has to change up their model. All these people have chance. Now, here's the other thing. You get less seats in the plane, okay, because now let's say the back row of the seats, or maybe they make it the front row because they don't want people to walk too far. Regardless, let's say that they go the first quarter of the plane, we want those seats to be uh, two per row, and they want them spread out. Oh, like, they are. That's first class. No, outside of first class. <laughs> you, yeah, but you pay a premium for first exactly. class. Exactly. So let's say after first class. So why don't class, they just do that? Say, oh, you want more room? Just buy a first class ticket. Because they, they think that they should be able to get a normal seat at a normal price and accommodate them. That's the problem. That's not the way the world works. It, it's not, but that's what I'm saying. That We open these doors I want a million up. dollar house. I know. I know. I don't make enough money to afford a million dollar house, but I someone better fucking give it to me. But where does it stop? Like, that's the issue with this kind of stuff. And this is just one example, but this goes on with everything. Yeah. It doesn't stop. This person's going to do this. They may or may not do things, okay? But here's the thing. They make those seats. Let's say they cut down 15 seats or 20 seats in order to accommodate bigger seats for people. Now the price of those tickets go up for everyone because now they've cut down the amount of people that they're getting. They're losing, let's say... I don't know, $10,000 per flight because they don't aren't uh, able to fill those seats. On top of how many millions of dollars it took to actually get the planes exactly. themselves. So it, it's not good. It's not good. But it's then then what happens? Then this woman goes out and she says, I went to a fucking baseball game and I couldn't fit in the fucking stadium seats. Now we need to have stadium seats that are fucking. And I, can't, I went to the movie theater and I couldn't fit in the movie theater. And I need, we need to have this. The buses aren't fit for me. The bubble, you know, it, where yeah. does it end? It doesn't. It doesn't. That's end. why you, it won't happen. That's why you tr- you literally just say, "Ma'am," uh, and it, it comes across cruel. I'm not going to lie, but it just says, it's "Ma'am, not cruel, ma'am." It doesn't fit. We actually talked about luggage. You're allowed to take on a carry bag, yeah, and it has to fit in this fucking hole. And if it doesn't fit in the hole, you can't bring. You it. have to pay that additional fee, which is pretty expensive, to put it on the bottom of the plane. Yeah, and so if you can't fit in the seat, it's ma'am. Your options are this. Yeah, uh, you don't fly. Or you have to buy the second seat or the third seat if you're if you're really big. Uh, and we will and they always assist you. They mm-hmm. did with my mom who has MS. They they assisted her on the plane. They helped her get into her seats when she was on there. Um, but they'll help you, but you are gonna you're obligated to pay those things. The only way I could see this coming about is if if you could have a system where they say, if you are bigger and you have to buy three seats, 
we will give you a small discount on the three seats or on the two seats, right? Instead of paying, let's say it's, uh, this is a fake number, but say $200 per seat, right, to fly. Yeah. Uh, if you have to buy three seats because you're that big, instead of paying $600, we will give you the three for five. You know what I'm saying? Like, we understand that you're a single person, but we still need to make money. We'll give you that small discount. It'll yeah. alleviate some of it. But at the same time, you're still responsible for purchasing the seats. Like, that is the only way I could see them doing this. And to be semi-fair, at the end of the day, you know, those things are important. If you are living your life, man, and tell me I'm wrong, please. If you're living your life, and I do this even with my weight, where things are more uncomfortable, it sucks to walk longer, those are the kind of things you have to have happen so that you go like, man, I need to like fucking eat better. Something I need, something I'm doing needs to change. Yeah, if I can't walk with my kids around the blocks, I'm puffing, and you know, I need to start fucking going to the gym. I need to eat a little bit better. If everything is like, oh, oh, you're tired. Oh, here, everybody should have scooters so you can take your kids around the block with a scooter. Now you're turning into Wally, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where things you're in a are, fucking. I made decisions, and now things are harder for me. But yeah. instead of me dealing with my decisions or changing the outcome of my decisions for with <sighs> better decisions. How about the, Ugh. I'm going to just expect the world to whole, change everything. Yeah. Soft. Because of shitty decisions We're I made. Fucking soft. This country's soft, bro. You need to have these things, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, you need to have these things happen so that you realize, like, man, I'm the one that's different right now. Like, yeah. I'm the one that's asking for more, and I need to fix that. And if you don't have that, you'll never motivate people to become in better shape, have better lives. Be better people. And be better people. It's just not going to happen. So that's my rant. I'm sorry. That was it just this whole thing. This whole thing bothers me so much that like we are bending rules and we are bending our, our beliefs, our long sitting beliefs because that our parents had. Because we can't upset anyone anymore. No. But like when it comes to this transgender stuff, man, listen, I love everyone. I If you are respectful and you are uh, a nice person and you treat me with respect, and you're just a person, I respect the shit out of you. I have no problem hanging out with you. None of that. Yeah. But the minute that you're telling me that I have to change my personal thought is the minute that I say I'm not going to do it. Or change the way I live my life. Exactly. Because of a decision you live, yeah. decided to make or a way you decide to live. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah, it's it's not going to happen. We need to, like, we need to have boundaries. This country needs to have some boundaries and some moral <laughs> boundaries, man. Because we're just we're gonna go down a really bad path if this continues to happen. I mean, even the mayor of Chicago when the, all that shit went down. Oh yeah, the people like burning everything down and shooting stomping people. on cars. We can't victimize these people. I yeah, mean, he's we like, can't, we, I don't condone it. But we can't we can't separate these people and call this wasn't they're not it's not their fault. Yeah, we can. They're thugs. Yes. they're pieces of shit. That's what they are. They have no obviously they're under most of them under eighteen. Where the hell are their parents? They have no guidance, no morals. And yes, we will call them that. Those are fucking thug piece of shits right there. That's yeah. what they are. And that is, most people are not that way. Most people are not that way. And so to be, not be able to say something because like, well, they've been through a lot. You know what? Everybody's been through a lot. Yeah. Everybody has. And so like have respect for people, but also like you can also stand your ground and say, hey, that's not acceptable. It's not acceptable to have adults who are able to to be with children. That's not acceptable. Okay. It's not acceptable to destroy businesses and cars and people and shoot people that's unacceptable it's unacceptable to be overweight and have four fucking seats because you're so overweight and expected to be free yeah it's unacceptable so it pisses me off man sorry the direction this whole country and yeah. the direction people are are thinking is not going to end well if people aren't seeing the writing on the wall of where this goes this yeah. is not a good way for this country to go no no, we just it, need, it needs to change. Fuck the law shit. Like most people are going to accept people for what they are, man. If a trans walks in here right now, uh, I'm going to do nothing but treat them with respect and be friendly and have conversations, probably have a great time. Uh, but what I don't want to happen is don't mess with my life. I don't want to mess with their lives. Uh, and I think if that was the case where there weren't all these laws and you weren't, people would just respect people and there's going to be bad people. Uh, that you know what, but they'll have support from everybody else because those people that are being rude or racist or making comments about them, other good people, even if they don't agree with the lifestyle, are going to defend that person and say, fuck off, bro. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are they doing to you? And that's what we need to get back to. Yeah, we need to get back to making things, whether morally or just right or wrong, and stop changing the way the country works depending on a small portion of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to work. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's because they feel like they have to nurture us, man. Uh, but no, listen, I think that most people in this country know right and wrong. And I think that most people aren't out there breaking into places and are respecting people and their personal decisions, but they just want their personal decisions to be respected as well. So hopefully we get to a point where that is the case. But right now, the doors are swinging open left and right. And uh, I just don't know how how you break out of the path that we're on, uh, where we're, we're allowing stuff to happen and changing law in order for these people to do what they feel is right, even though we know it's not. So it is what it is, man. It is what it is. But, guys, we appreciate you. I know Greg had to bounce a little early today. Uh, great show. And uh, yeah. keep up, man. Uh, keep up with our uh, social media, YouTube, guys. Make sure you get on Patreon and check that stuff out because – that's going to be there forever, even after the name change. Yep. But just keep up with the information and know that stuff is going to be a change in, in the next couple of weeks here. And we hope you follow us through with it uh, so that we can grow and actually see some positive shit come from this. But we appreciate all of you and uh, your support that you've given us over the years. So cheers to you, my friend. Cheers to Greg, who's uh, now at work. You guys have a good rest of your Monday. Later. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.